Good morning. We are in Taira Ches, continuing along in the standard print. We are going to be starting by Ice Ches uh, in, in the 8th Taira Menara Zahav, which is on Yud on the days of the standard print of Likut Maran. It definitely would have been helpful to have listened to the last two Shirim, or at least the last one, because we have pretty good sum up going into it, uh, where we fleshed out a lot of the concepts that we'll be discussing. We will do a little bit of a review, uh, and then finishing off some of the ideas, and then re- Reading in these uh, the ideas that we discussed into the panemius of a reading of another uh, member of Rabbachana, and then into the psukim from Baftara of the uh, Shabbos Hanukkah. So we'll give a little bit of a sum up, and uh, even though it'll go a little quicker as we start reading through it, and then we'll probably finish the Torah next week, uh, it will be a little quicker as we read it, once we have these ideas fleshed out, as we read them in. But uh, we will, you know, in this medrash blechidish, certain things do, and the kudos do get fleshed out. So it's uh, there, there will be some uh, some uh, new ideas to consider, or a little bit. But in any event, to review, I will use the uh, Rav Chaim Kramer notes. He discusses that uh, the Torah starts off that the ruach Chaim, the life force of everything. Uh, or rather, that Ruach Chaim is the life force of everything, and that when a person uh, does an anacha, a sigh, where there's a intake of breath and then and then a sigh, so the sigh part is the is a, a type of tshuva and going closer to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, But the intake of breath uh, in that context is where a person uh, breathes in and replaces it. There's a certain lacking uh, in the heart, and we'll focus a little bit on the lave. And, and the person does an intake of that ruach chayim, connecting himself to Hakadosh Baruch Hu and to the source. The ruach chayim uh, is really so. Where does where's the source of the ruach chayim? A bitzadik hadar, a tamal chacham, who is really the embodiment who has is Bathless to Akadish Baruchu to Taira, so that is really our connection as a Klal, uh, as, as a Klal Yisrael, as a, as a, as a, as a one big organism towards the Torah, towards Akadish Baruchu. So that is the conduit, so to speak, when a person is, is, uh, is kasher himself with the, with, with a tzaddik. So then he, he is connected via the tzaddik, and that, uh, that, that allows him to, that the anacha is coming via the tzaddik, um, so that he can, uh, in, be invested with ruach chayim. On the other hand, so if the entire essence of life is coming via the tzaddik and via Torah and our connection to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, so how is it that we see that Rishayim also seem to have vitality, uh, although they're not necessarily, or they're not doing it in a ruchniasic sense, but the essence of all of life is bad and ruchnius, uh, even Though we needed to fulfill when we look for Ruchnius and Gashmius, so where is it that they get the Ruachayim? So we said that they get their Ruach from a Ruach Sa'ara, and we'll focus a little bit more on that. Uh, that it's almost self-contained in a certain sense, while there might be a steady stream of air coming from a source, you could have a very large pool that has a lot of water and you can have a faucet that's on if the faucet is attached to a never-ending source. So then ultimately there's vitality there that's never-ending. Something can end up being like, you know, in an, in, in a, in a whirlpool or something, you know, something along those lines, which is self-contained. It might be much more powerful in an immediate sense, but ultimately it comes in on itself. It can't continue. It's not attached to any source, they actually, because any uh, energy in the world, anything in the world is Zelu'umazah, so we'll explore that a little bit more today, the Rishayim also have uh, a, a, a certain other side, uh, the, the negative side, as it were, of the energy that we have uh, from attaching ourselves to the source through Tyra to the Yudke Vavke, which is manifest to, uh, to this world in terms of the Aryasaidais, and they have the other side of that, although since it's not attached to the source, it could be much more powerful when they are in a state of being on top momentarily, uh, but on the other hand, it's going to be short-lived. Uh, because all chisaron, so we said when we take the intake of breath, we invest ourselves into ruachayim, so we, we are trying to replace something that's a chisaron in our life. Where does that chisaron come from? Ultimately, we are the kli, the extent to which we can, uh, contain, and there can be manifest this, this ruchmias and this ruachayim in us is to the extent that we develop in ourselves into a kli, uh, and therefore we explain that the tzaddik also, we've talked about this in other tires as well, vidoy by a tzaddik, I think it was in 
Torah four that the the tzaddik has the power to help us uh, atone from sin to get a kapara so that we can also turn ourselves into a kli so that we can uh, that we can hold in this ruchnis and attach ourselves to a kaddish baruch hu. Uh, we also explained that there is a makom we fleshed out last time where uh, there can be a uh, a conflict with Rasham. So who is it that is able to to get into this conflict with Rasham? So we explained that it was only a tzaddik. Gomor, even though other people are getting it. Well, we have our Ruach who said that we are getting our Ruach via Tzadik Gomor, but it's only really the Tzadik Gomor in certain places, other people that are attached to the Tzadik that can contend with the Risham. Why? Because any, even another Tzadik that even doesn't have expressed in his thoughts, speech, or deed negative things, but even if it's latent, even if it's in the potential, but to the extent that a person still has within him certain sensitivity and certain, you know, they go into uh, a restaurant uh, that has not kosher food and it smells good or they hear music and they think back in the day whatever however you want to define it as it relates to us but when a person touches this ra and there's something inside of them no matter how dormant that resonates a little bit uh it, that is not going to be the right person to contend with Rasham because it's going to ignite it's going to touch something inside of him and the the, the rush will be able to be by leah the tzaddik it has to be somebody where you know them going into let's say in my example a non-kasha restaurant to go do kiruvs to talk to people it has to be like walking into a pet shop the, the, it's not even food to him, right? It's, it's not that it's food that he can't eat, but it has nothing to do with him. A person, uh, these are somewhat primitive examples, but the person who's going to contend with Rasham has to be that there's nothing within him that resonates. How is it that a person is able to separate out these, these Daldiasitis that we all have post Cheta Rishon? So ideally we would, or, or in, in principle, we would only be, the Yud Kevav here, Kaddish Baruch Hu, would be investing with us the positive energy. Where is it that there's this admixture of Ra that manifests itself in different ways? Uh, so this comes from, uh, this is really post Cheta Rishon, that we have to clarify it out so that we can separate the Ra and purify ourselves so that we can approach this area where we can get the Ra out of us, both in the actual and in the potential. This happens through uh, learning halacha, clarifying halacha, uh, which is because in Torah Shabbat there's, there's Isser and there's Heter and there's a matter of clarifying in a certain sense uh, uh, the, there's no Ra that's that's actually in Torah but the energy of Torah is at the highest level when when a person learns Torah in an unclear way uh, they, can, they, they, they can use Torah principles and not do the positive things with them that could be a Ra at the highest of levels we spoke about I think late summers the highest degrees of late summers by Kairach we talked about are people that take Torah principles and distort them when a person clarifies halacha, which is done through tefillah, really, the, uh, the, the tefillah that we dive in and then we allow us to clarify Torah, we become a cleat to hold the Torah, and that is where we really clarify out and we're able to attach ourselves uh, to the to the source, uh, clarifying out the ra and actualizing our potential to get closer to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Um, just with that, because we're talking about the lave, and then we will jump into the Torah, I do want to mention a beautiful point that I saw uh, we're giving a share around Parshas Bai. And from uh, Rav Yerucham, this might be one of the only shirim, I guess, in Likut Maran where somebody will mention Rav Yerucham. But in any event, he is coming off a piece of Rav Yaakov Emden, just mention it briefly. Because we're discussing the power of the lave and what's uh, what's missing from the lave and replacing with Ruach Chaim, he's coming off by Paro, how Paro could have made such bad decisions. And it was focused on this this strengthening of the heart, not getting into the issues of uh, of Bechira and things like that, how you know how it worked with Paro. But he's talking about this idea of the lave. And he discusses, uh, we have mentioned this point as well, that a Kaddish Baruch Hu created the world with a certain structure and that structure reflects itself and parallels itself down the different layers of creation all the way until uh until we have it in our world in the early Masia. uh and this structure in part uh we, we relate to as different elements so we could talk about afar which is earth mayim water ruach air ash is fire uh and these things reflect themselves domain is mineral the afar mayim is uh tzimeach. it relates to vegetable ruach would be high animal ish would be fire, uh, which would be a medaber, human beings, and they reflect themselves in midos as well. So the atzvos, uh, lethargy, taiva, dvarim, betalim, gaiva, and it follows in positive expressions of the midos of godliness and, and then distorted and negative impressions of the midos as well. And he explains that the same way that in a physical sense, there are there are different evarim, there are evarim that the, that the neshama is talibo, a person who has a heart, and there's also evarim, 
uh, the pinky toe, the fingernail, whatever it is, everything is ultimately getting energy from the heart. But if the heart would stop, a person would uh, would no longer be able to have life. But on the other hand, if one of these other, if some of these other Ivarim are not as central. And he says that there are different koiches hanefesh as well. In terms of midos, some which might be more or more are more or less central uh, to a person's character, but that all of them factor into the life as the source. Uh, and we see this in terms of uh, in terms of taiva covet. If a person is driven by a certain ambition, by a certain taiva, then it could be that they will be in a certain place. They won't even uh, they won't even see things. Let alone, I don't know, they won't feel a paper cut. They won't feel hunger. Right? If, if when, a, when a person is driven and they they just it's an all-consuming something. Thing coming from the lave, so then other kaychas and nefesh recede, uh, recede into the background. And our job is we're talking about the difference really between it, you know, not knowing something and knowledge and acknowledging it. So he explains, he brings a Gemara in Erevin, uh, where, where a, a, several of the Amoraim are looking at generations before them, who, and they, and they, uh, they had this Lushin, Lushin in front of me, but, uh, but uh, the lashon is Amar Rabbi Yechonan Liban Shal Rishon Mekipischei Shal Ulam V'Shal Achronu Kipischei Shal Heichal V'Anu Kum Leimach Atzidkes that the ones that came before us is such a bigger lave. Does that mean that they knew more? It means that they were holding on another level. So he fleshes out the idea that we have Yadat Hayom Bashevosa Elavavach, and he brings other pesukim as well that we take things that we know, take things that we're working on, and the idea of a lave is to internalize them, to make them part of us, to make things that we not just that we know intellectually, things that drive us things that become part of our character and part of our personality and to the idea that one has an expanded lave so then that gives them a much larger capacity it's not a matter of what they know but it's a matter of what they internalize how godly they can become the level of his batlas uh, and and this is the idea that we have to work. We talked about using a tzaddik and doing having a kapara, clearing out the negative parts of our life. We talked about it in the fifth Torah also, and we talked about thunder. That it's not just a matter of working. A Baruch will give us for everything we learn, but to the extent that we can clean out, that we make ourselves into a kli for it, that we expand our life so that we can internalize the points that we're talking about. That allows us to, to change who we are. But our, our, we we have an expanded shir kaiman, expanded stature, and expanded like makom the gia. That people talk about it in different terms, but where we can reach and who we can become to the extent that we can purify our lave and expand out our lave and become that much more closer to our Kaddish Baruch Hu. And this is, this is what we're working on in terms of bringing the Ruach Chaim and the essence of life uh, and, and a renewal of our lave. And now we will go uh, and hopefully get to where we would like to get to. Ois so now that we talked about the fact to be machnia rishon, it has to be done only through a uh, that only through a tzaddik gummer, not even a tzaddik sheino gummer who might be doing or thinking, saying all the right things, but he has rab koyach. So now we're going to explain how this is manifest in the midst of tzitzis. I think we recently had tzitzis. We talked about it maybe in the seventh tire of Zebachinus arba tzitzis. This idea, this beer of the arba yesaydais, uh, where we can clarify so that a person is an expression, not just an expression, but he clarifies out. Not not only so that only the positive elements of his Arvi Sodas are expressed, but that he uh, he becomes only uh, in line, um, uh, uh, relates to the Arvi Sodas in a positive way. Uh, so that this is through the mitzvah, uh, the mitzvah of tzitzis. Uh, and the ki arba tzitzis heim bechinas haruach chayim, because the four tzitzis are a bechina of ruach chayim. Tzitzis, we know, is one of the mitzvahs that if you look at the gematria of the word tzitzis and the strings and the nats, it's tayag mitzvahs. Tzitzis is something that where a person, uh, where a person through via the mitzvah of tzitzis can really attach himself at the source. We discussed the idea of being mevatel ra and rishus. These are actually two different things. The Gemara in certain places talks about people that would that were being uh, bothered by certain Rasham. They would daven that the Rasham should die. And the Gemara says, no, that it's a more positive thing not to daven that the Rasham, that the people, we're talking about Jews over there, that the Rasham should die, but rather that the Rishas should die, that they should be separated. If they're, if they're source, they were being nourished from negative things, let them do tshuva and let the, let, let, let them fall away from the Rishas. So over here also, we can talk about the difference between separating the Rasham from their Ra, what one of they're being nourished from or separating the rod itself in the bria as its source. But in any event over here, tzitzis are connected at taryag, uh, in the gematria it's, it, it aligns itself with the Torah. A person who is able to uh, have the proper kavana during the mitzvah of tzitzis 
is able and have that anacha, bring in that ruach chayim, uh, it's brought down that the person could do while they're being this atif, they're, they're wrapping themselves in the tzitzis to take this ruach chayim and have the kavana that they're attaching themselves to the source. So these are the tzitzis and the finis ruach chayim that is the essence of life that gives life to the world and that the tzaddikim are able to, uh, to, uh, attach themselves, uh, with the taira, which is the source of life, which is, and that ultimately people are able, others who attach themselves to the tzaddikim are able to gain Essence of life through them. Kamosha Kasev Kamara Shem Arba Ruchais Boi Haruach. It's pasuk in Cheskel by a situation where of Tchias Hamesim over there. But it says that so said Hakadosh Baruch Hu from the four ruachs, the four directions, the four winds. Kaboi ruach comes the ruach Chayim. Now, just to point out, uh, we said earlier, and we'll say again that the ruach that we're talking about is the ruach Tzafinus. In certain ways, it's a northern wind. So the Mefarshim over here taught, speak out that, uh, that that really it's coming from the the four ruachis. It's kind of the, the entire world that Hakadosh Baruch Hu the ruach as we relate to it when it comes to res, uh, that it comes to fill in. In the the chaser lev, so then it manifests as coming from the north side. The ruach tzafinus tzafin means hidden. It comes to fill in the lack. But thus, over even though earlier we referred to it as the northern wind, over here referring to it as coming from the four ruchos. Shalayidezed through tzitzis, which is ruach chayim machniim ruach saara. So through the four corners, which is representative of tzitzis, uh, it aligns with tzitzis, it aligns with the four, uh, the asaydais, the shem havaya, is the, the, the four bechinas of that. So it says, it says, so through tzitzis, one aligns himself with ruach chayim, and they'll be able to be machnia, the ruach sa'ara, which is the storm wind. That's the negative manifestation of energy, which does not, uh, it, it, it's not, certainly not expressed, um, not really existing at the ultimate source. It's only down here when there's a negative distortion of that, uh, uh, which is ultimately where the uh, Rishayim, who do not align themselves with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so they end up getting this uh, because they do not attach their Chiyas and their source of life with the Taira, so they end up having this distorted, the, the energy, this distorted energy, and that's what they live off, and therefore, as it comes to them, they're driven by this negative energy, and they go against the Tzadikim, because they're getting it. Now, their source is not as high as our source, because when we are aligned with the Tzaddik, with Tyro, with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we're going all the way, all the way up till we said to Keser Elia and Tzfila. Over here, at the HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Chayka Tzvlahetiv. It's only as it gets closer to this world, and there's a, there's a manifestation of Tzv and Ra and Bechira, that the people that don't align themselves, so they end up having this distorted energy. But they are getting their energy from Rav the Klippah, Shuvachinas Esav, if Sawyer Canal, that 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 Rav the Klipa, that the the way that we look at the source of their negative energy is coming from Esav, which is Sawyer. Esav was Sayer, he was hairy, but uh, we we talked about uh, like a uh, uh, yeah. So he says that that Esav is coming from a Ruach Se'ara and Sayer, same type of a uh, of a uh, sound to it. Valkane Tzitzis, and therefore Tzitzis refers to the Gemara says Vasulam Tzitzis by Kacheni B'Tzitzis Roishi. That the Tzitzis is also a Lushan of Sayer of fringes. So Keneged, the Asab, which is Sayer, which is hairy, which is like a Ruach Sa'ara. So to counter that, we have the Tzitzis, which are like Tzitzis Roshi, which are like fringes that correspond to that. Again, Zelu Umazeh. The, the negative distortions are similar to the, you know, coming off of a distorted version of the positive, and that's how we counteract it. Everything uh, matches up together. So Tzitzis is a Lushan of Sayer. Kemosha Kosovay Kacheni, the Tzitzis Roshi, Ki Al Yadam, through the Tzitzis. Which are similar to the seir, like hair, like fringes. Nechna esav ish seir. We could put down esav, who's an ish uh, seir, who's a hairy person. Bechinas ruach saara canal. That's also coming off of a ruach saara, like a storm wind, not attached to the source, albeit very powerful in its time. Interestingly, the Gemara in Menachos, when it describes the tzitzis, says tzarech lefardam kitzutisa da'ar mai that they should. They should be like, uh, put together like the fringes of a ramai, of, uh, of a Gaish person. It refers to it over there that it was braided at the top and hanging loose, but it's a, it's a comparison where we see also this, uh, this corresponding thing to, to Esav, to this Aramai, that the tzitzis counteract that. Uh, and therefore we see again that, that Sayer, like by Esav is a lushan of hair or a lushan of ruach sa'ara, and the mitzvah of tzitzis comes to, comes to counteract that. 
Uh, and the way that we're able to counteract that is because when we attach ourselves through this, our, we are rooted in a much deeper, more primal connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu because once we're aligned with the true source of energy in the world, that goes all the way up to, our, to, to the Taira, to Eden, to Tefillah, to something that, that we have no concept of. But the Ra in the chain of creation starts much lower down, much lower down the chain and it's not rooted in the source. And we spoke about earlier also that this process is manifest in the Yud Gimel Midos. I think it was in the last year. So now we're going to read this also into the Yud Gimel Midos, Vizeh, that we explained that through tzitzis, that a person can have this essence of life, and through this he can be machnia and put down the rishon, the negative forces in the world. This is a bechina of talis lavan. Maybe this is why Sfardim have the, the, the white the white talis also with the white stripes. But, uh, but where it says, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as it were, wrapped himself in a talis, Nisatev HaKadosh Baruch Hu, like a Shliach Tzibur, and showed Moshe had a daven, and the Yudgim Omidos, the bunch of Rishayim, the Rebbeinu Bachya says, that Amru Nisatev Perush Betalis Levona, which is a simon of Slichan Kapara, the Marsha brings also. So this idea is representative of a talis lavan, of wrapping into, of wrapping oneself in a talis lavan, being clothed in that, and then engaging the Yudgim Omidos, which we explained how that is, rep- is discussed as this process of of the tzadigomer putting down the ra the the riches in the world ki hashloishes remidos in bechinas haruachaim the kedusha canal because as we said in is dalid that the shloishes remidos are representative of the idea of Ruach Kedusha, Vezeh Bechinas Talis, and as we said, as a word that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wrapped himself in a talis like a Shliach Sibur, uh, to give these over to Moshe, Shu Arba Kanfais, that this is the Ruach Chayim, this is coming from the, uh, from the four Ruchais, Bechinas Haruach Me Arba Ruchos Canal, like we saw by Yechezkel, uh, so where do we have the Yud Gimomidos that allow us to engage in this process of the Tzadikim Gimurim engaging at the source and being or attached to the source and us being able to engage them to contend with the Rishayim uh, and to, through through Ananachim, through bringing Ruach Hayim. This is aligned with the Talis Lavan, which is of Ruach Hayim, and that is the opposite of where the Rishayim get their source, their their source of life, which keeps them going from, so they also have some sort of a talis, some sort of a ruach chayim of them, the ruach sa'ara, the storm wind, but that's not represented by a talis lavan, but rather that's represented by the talis a red talis, a talis edom, that's hefech bechinas ruach, the high talis lavan, hefech bechinas ruach de klipa, bechinas esav, shuhu admaini kulo kaderas seyar, again the seyar, the hair is represented, so tzitzis is like fringes, oh, so we have our tzitzis, and they also have their form of it, which would be Edom. Uperish Rashi, Ketalis, Ketalis, Ketalis Deika, that when Rashi says, Kader Seyer, that Rashi, uh, Rashi says that it's full of fringes, Ketalis, Ketalis Deika, Davka, we're making this reference to a talis. It's not just like a random example, between this talis, the klipa, because the talis is representative of this essence, this source of energy, Shu Bechina's talis Edom, they have like a pseudo talis. It's not a, it's not attaching themselves to the true Ruach, but it's what gives them their energy, uh, which is uh, opposite, it corresponds in a negative way to the talis lavan, and therefore the way that we could put down, we can make the, their talis go away, that's through us engaging with the talis lavan. In fact, Rav Chaim Kramer brings a Yerushalmi that says that Esau will wrap himself in a talis uh, and attempt to join the tzaddikim Gan Eden, but HaKadosh Baruch will drag him out, he will think that the talis can make him worthy and even the Rav, you know, like the Rav the Klipa, and that he will be able to partake also of the Gan, which we said is Tyra and Eden, which is prayer and attach himself to a Kaddish Baruch Hu at the end of days. But the Yushalmi says that a Kaddish Baruch Hu himself will remove the Esau because he will not be worthy and he will be wearing the red talus, which is coming from the other side. So over here, that we, we, we contend with that by wearing the talis lavan, kimisham nem shah haruach chayim de kedusha. That is where we attach ourselves to the source, shu bechinash fleishas reimidai sharachim kanal. And that's through the talis lavan, just as a kodesh baruch Hu, as it were, wrapped himself in a talis. So we also wrap ourselves in a talis, we attach ourselves to the ruach, we bring it into ourselves, and therefore we are able to contend with the rishah and baltain, the sat of a kodesh baruch Hu, talis lavan daika. And that's why a kodesh baruch Hu, as it were, wrapped 
himself in a white talus, and he gave Moshe, and he established before him, he set before him this, this type of a tefillah of the shloishas remidais rachmim, this process, which we went through last time, uh, is, is, shows us this process that we're discussing, Hanu Kanal, like we said earlier, the Kedusha Shubachinas Makif, for our purposes, will define a Makif as something that's, uh, that's surrounding you. It's a Shmira, but it's also something that's uh, outside of you. It's outside of where you are, and you're trying to engage it as you engage to one level. So then the next level above that becomes the Makif also. But now we're talking about the Ruach that we're trying to engage to bring inside of us. Who we have a lack as a Makif, Shubachinas Haruachayim. That is the Ruachayim that we're trying to draw in. Bachinas Soivev, Soivev, Haile Haruach. It's as if the Ruach is Soivev. It's surrounding us. It's the Makif. That's the Ruachayim that protects us. And as one engages the Ruachayim, they'll be protected from the Rasham. Nichna Talis, the Klipa. And therefore, we will be able to, uh, to, to be machnia, to subdue the talus, uh, the negative, this, the, the negative corresponding source of energy, bechinas haruach teklipa. Vezehu, and how does this relate to every, every person, not just in the, in this, uh, general sense, but how, how does it relate to prat? To every person, vizehu lechayz bekanfais haaretz v'yinoru rishami mena. That as we grab its pasuk in Eov, lemachu bekanfais haaretz, and to shake out the rishom keli ve'arba kanfais by the through the tzitzis shem bechinas haruachayim dekedusha shem bechinas haarba roshim hanal. That the tzitzis are representative of the ruachayim of kedusha and the arba roshim. This is a reference that we talked about in Isaiah briefly. I think that the the nahar that comes out of Eden, Eden is tefillah. It's something that's above us, something that we can't even think about, but we have a bridge between Tyra between Tfila and Taira, the way that we explained it, I believe, is that Tfila is this area, this Aiden, this Kesar Elyon, this attachment to HaKadosh Baruch Hu that we can't even relate to. And the Taira is when we attach ourselves to Torah, we make ourselves in, the Taira is an expression, but how do we actualize? How does something go after we daven? So it's in the potential. How do we actualize the potential? How do we make it that the, that the Ruach, that the Tefillah is going to be blowing through David Amel's harp, as it were, so to speak, and making it resonate and bring out the Torah. And that's the Gan through which the Neshamas of Yisrael grow. We develop, uh, we manifest this, uh, the Ratzon Hashem and align ourselves with Kaddish Baruch Hu. That's through clarifying, we said, the you daven for it, then you're able to clarify the Dalad Amas of Halacha, or the Isra the, Veheter, the all of that. So we said over here that these are Bechinas, the, the Arba Russian, that the Nar that goes from Eden. So after, as it comes to this world, it manifests itself in the four Yesaidites, in these four primary foundational elements, uh, and, and therefore we are able to engage through that. We clarify, we, we have to be mavar out the Ra of those four elements, um, so that as we relate to Tyro, and we, we make ourselves into an expression and relating only to the positive parts of that, Al-Yadam, and through this clarification process, through this Ruachayim that we're able to draw into ourselves, we shake out the Rishayim, Bechinas Mashpil, Rishayim Adayaretz, that we lower the Rishayim to the ground, Rashi Tevis, Mem, Resh, Ayin, Aleph, right, which is the four elements, Mayim, Ruach, Afar, and Eish, Rashi Tevis, Eish, Ruach, Mayim, and Afar, Kanal, uh, and this is, this is how we are able to do this, uh, process. And now, uh, so we saw, uh, just one second, the way the, uh, uh, right, so we saw that this process, uh, where we are able to, uh, attach yourself through the Sanacha to draw on the Ruach Haim, which is around us by, uh, by attaching yourself to the Tzaddik, who is the human expression, the, the expression in our world of his Bathos for Kharaj Baruch, who have a living safer Taira. We're able to take the, uh, the, 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 the Aden, we're able to take this, this uh, the tefillah, which is above us, and bring it down to us through a clarification from the, uh, through the four Yesaidais, which are representative, actually, Tzitzis itself, uh, helps us relate to that, and as we clarify the four elements both within us, we can reach ourselves also with Satan attachment to this idea of being a Tzadah Gummer, to also rid the world of this Rishas, and, uh, and attach yourself to a Kaddish Baruch Hu and the source of life. Now we will see these points expressed through the Mimer, the Memra of, of Rabba Babachana, and then hopefully Menorah Hazav, which is much shorter. Vizet Perish, and this is what the Gemara says, Amar Rabba Babachana, Amar Taya, a certain Arab merchant, the Taya is an Arab merchant, a Seicher Yishma'eli, uh, is, is brought down as, and that's going to be important in a second. We've used that as well before. So a certain Arab merchant, a Seicher Yishma'eli, told me, Tava Achvilach Meseid Midbar, and I will show you the Mese Midbar, the, those who died in the Midbar before entering Eretz Yisrael because they moved away from the Rav de Kedusha, right? They had a 
excuse me, a problem with their Amunah in Moshe Rabbeinu and through the Egel, which has a sniff of Avodah however the Rosh relate to the Egel, but the, the wrong leadership, the, they went towards the Rab, the Klippa, they disattached themselves to the source, and they end up being Mesei Midbar. Both of those terms will be important. So we went and saw them. And they looked as though ones who were intoxicated. Their faces had a shine, a redness, like we talked about by, by Edom, right? They, their faces had a redness. And their faces were up. And uh, one, of their, one of them, their legs, were, if you imagine a person sitting in a chair but lying on their back. So the, the, the legs, the knee is up and then the leg sticks out, right? So one of them was lying on his back and his knee was in the air and then his leg, his, the rest of his calf was horizontal to the to the floor. Va'ayel taya tusei birkei, not clear from the Rashbam, reading most of the Rashbams into the text, um, that uh, either another Arab uh, merchant or maybe the same, whatever it was, went underneath that knee. Kirachiv gamla uzakifa rumchei, he was riding a gamla, which is a, ca- uh, a camel, but Oh, we'll see that every word it has is, is just so rich when we read it like this. Uh, it'll be representative of Goimel, of like a Goimel Chesed to give over, but we'll see. And he was holding a Roimach, a spear, but the spear did not touch the, the, the leg of this Mace Midbar. Paski Chada So Tchelta is like Tcheles is Tzitzis. So says Rabbi Bachana, I cut off one of the corners of the Tzitzis, the Chad Minayu. He was going to bring it back to the, uh, to the Chachonim to show them because there's a machlokas in how many uh, in how many chulios uh, that there needs to be in the tzitzis based on beshami beshelo but then he couldn't leave there uh, once he took the tzitzis amarli dilma shaklis so the soicher yishmeli told him maybe you took midiminayu something from one of these mesei midbar dignire because we have a mesayir demand the shakol midiminayu whoever takes something from them loy mistagile cannot depart asli ahadarde so I went and I returned back what I had from them v'hadar mistag and then I was able to leave. Now, you kind of learn Gemara like straightforward again after you see this. You, you, you realize that you're only scraping the sir. I mean, we learn on our level and we relate to it uh, at every level, but you see the, the, the richness of what's going on. You say, how can a person sit and learn Torah, learn the same piece of Gemara over and over and Chazer and Chazer and uh, the rest of their life? A person can learn Gemara on one level when they're 15, 20, 25, 35, and you look at the way that Rabbi Nachman, Rabbi Nassim, uh, gave over a piece of Gemara to, uh, that we saw that the depth underneath the surface is Pshat, Remes, Rish, and Zayd. Ta'ach v'loch meisei midbar. Come and I'm going to show you the meisei midbar because Rishat, Torah is the Eitz Chaim. Rishat, who are not attached to the Eitz Chaim, so they have this Ruach Sa'ara, like a chicken running around without a head, right? Like a lizard tail moving. They might be moving and seem to be going with this Ruach Sa'ara. It might even be wild, but it's not attached to the source of life because Risham are you considered uh, uh, mace in their, in their life. So again, we have these Mesei Midbar that disattached themselves from their Rav, from Moshe Rabbeinu, and they went by the, by the Egel, but they went after uh, another another source, so to speak. That they were not attaching to themselves to the Tzadikim. Uh, and they were not attaching themselves to Ruachayim, Behem Nekron Mesei Midbar. Now, why are we referring to them as the Mesei Midbar? Because Miki Midbar, So we explained that our attachment point to the Ruachayim, as we draw it in, we relate to, even though we said it does come from four Ruachos, but we relate to it as the Ruach Tzafoynis, as the northern wind. And the Chazal tell us that all of the years that they were in the Midbar, they didn't get Brismila because it wasn't, they didn't have the wind to be able to heal them. But in any event, uh, it says, uh, the Gemara says, uh, in Menachas Madu, Allah Malu Yisrael, the Midbar, Meshach Haban Shana, the Yibai Seymur, Nishim, the Lainashul, the Huluach Tzafainis, the Tani Kala Isan, Arban Shana, Shah Yisrael, the Midbar, Lainashul, the Ruach Tzafainis. My time, and then it goes into, okay, you, because they were in the Zufim, but there was no Ruach Tzafainis in the Midbar. So he said that how does a person attach themselves to life through this Ruach Chaim? This the Ruach Chaim we relate to as the Ruach Tzafainis. Hayne Bechinas, Haruach Chaim, the Kedusha, Shi Bechinas, Ruach Tzafainis, that it fills the lack, the hidden, that suffering in a person. Which we actually explained um, uh, earlier in uh, was I space that uh, that the ruach tzafinus blew through the kinor of David, which was representative of the hamisha chumshe taira, and as it blew, so then the strings uh, the strings resonated, and the ruach uh, ruach mayim mayim the taira is compared to mayim, and that's where the the, the ruach came. 
um, and it was able to uh, to to make the harp strings play. Uh, and it filled in the lack of the, the chisarn of the lave, like it says, that a person was able to fill in whatever chisarn was in the lave. So over here also, this it says that, uh, that are not doubled to the tzaddikim, so that they can't properly draw in the ruach tzafinus, because that comes from an attachment to the tzaddik, so then they are not attached to the essence of life. And they can't get this ruach kedusha. Him bechayeim kruyim mason. Beherelo mehechem magielam shleimus hachisaron. So where is it that they they have any source of energy? How are they? How do they get up in the morning? And how do they do things? And sometimes they even seem to be on top. Vizel sheherelo behavu damu kimabasmi. They looked as though they were intoxicated. They had a reddish uh, appearance, a glow. Perish rebeinu shmuel. The Rashbam says kishtuye yayin that their faces were red. Bechinda the ace ace of admoni because we said that the the tayakarish baruch invest energy into the world, divine energy, and we. We attach. It's like a flow. One example that I've used in the past. I don't know if you'll know what I'm talking about, but they have certain glass kettles. It's not the perfect example. But it's an example. They have certain glass kettles that have a black or whatever color it is plastic cover. It's a whistler, and as the water boils, so then the uh, the, the it boils up the steam, and the steam goes through this hole in the plastic cap in the glass kettle, and it whistles through, and then you know that the, that the hot water is ready. So one time I was in a place where they did not want the water to boil away, so or they didn't want it to whistle all the time, just keep the water hot. So what they did is they took out, instead of snapping the black cap into the glass kettle, they kind of balanced the plastic cap a little bit out, you know, a little bit off of center, uh, a little bit off of center on the kettle. And what happened was it came back a couple hours later, it was completely melted. Why? Because when something is in place, when there's no additional friction, like any like anything else, when something fits, if you're putting something together and it fits and, and, and it, go, it goes in easy, that's when things are aligned at the source. However, when something is a little bit off center, when it's off kilter, you're trying to, to put something in and it doesn't fit exactly, it caused extra, the, the airflow was impeded and the heat built up and it came out in a distorted way and it was destructive so over here also if you're not aligned with the source with the flow like we always talk about with the hose that's plugged in it's off center so all of a sudden even though it could allow for a lot of water to come out of that hose when the channels are, are totally aligned but when it's off center so then if the same amount of water comes out it comes out in distorted ways it bends things it comes out in different directions and it breaks things how it's not supposed to go so the chinas esav admoni so esav where do they, they they end up because they're not aligning themselves with the ruach hayim so this divine energy comes out, they take it, and they, it comes out in a distorted way through them, that this is the, and their source is the, 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 the source of, like we said, the shell. We always use the term of klipa, it's like an orange shell. When it's on the orange, it's doing its purpose, it's vibrant, it's orange, it's fresh. Once it comes off and it's not a line, it's not protecting the orange, it's not on there, it becomes uh, like autonomous, it becomes its own thing, it will shrivel up, it'll become dull, it dries out, ultimately it becomes nothing. And that's where they get that they were aligned with this reddishness, which is the ace of the rab the klipa, that's where they get their energy, but their faces were up, because like the Rajbam says, that their ruach was on top, because it says, that we say that the way to recognize a person is through the chotem, through their nose, even in the second territory, we talked about chotem as ruach, as tefillah. So it says their faces were up. The face is like the chaitem, is like the nose. The nose is like ruach. We say that their ruach was on top. So the, the, at the time, even though it might have been short-lived, they were not attached to the true ruach, but their ruach was on top. Uh, like we said, behind the mala. And that's what it means that it was up. Their ruach sa'ara, their storm wind uh, that, that was like from Esav, Ish Seir, it was gadol afisha, even though it's temporary, but it's gadol while it's temporary. Canal, that it was that it was looking upwards. Bechinas called so that at the time when they're on top, they they can snort and blow it. Their enemies they will be success, successful, and that's why we have to we can see we have to be very careful who contends with them. And one of their knees was up. A knee being up is uh, talks about someone being in a state of success. So if a person's not able to stand on their own two feet, their knees buckle. So when their knees are high, 
That's the ability to stand on one's own two feet. Interestingly, we talked about baruch. So uh, when we talk about blessings, so one of the terms that gets used for bracha is brecha as a spring, like a, ne- a, a never-ending source, a live spring. But a baruch, when a person bows, they bend at the knee. So at what's, our, what's our connection to the true source? Our hispathless, when we bend at the knee, we don't stand ourselves as being independent. Va'ayel taya tusei birke, and he, Arab merchant, a Seicher Yishma'eli, went underneath the leg. Hainu HaTzadik. Why is a Seicher Yishma'eli a Tzadik? Shinikra Taya. So why is this Arab merchant we are referring to a Tzadik? Because an Arab merchant, Kamosh Pesh Ben Shmuel B'chol Makom, Seicher Yishma'eli, the Seicher who bechinas Ruach. Seicher is a bechina of Ruach. Like we said, Pasuk in Koheles, that the Ruach, it's a makif, it's something that surrounds. So Seicher is representative of, uh, of Ruach. Because, uh, because it says that, uh, that, that Ruach is, uh, is a makiv and the targum of the word soivev is sechar sechar. That's the lush, that, uh, that's the time of soicher to soivev and soivev to ruach. Behind who had tzadik shemakabal ha ruach mehakadusha and vizes soicher yeshmaeli al shem ki shama hashem el anyech because shama yeshmael hashem should hear shama hashem. That's like, uh, that's like tfila. So therefore, since the targum of soicher is the targum of soivev and Soivev is something that surrounds, that's makiv, that's aligned with ruach, and Yishmael is representative of Shema Hashem, that like Tfila, so Socher Yishmaeli can be a representative of a tzaddik. Yet tzaddik shomer kol hanachashol because a tzaddik hears those who are who are uh, uh, doing this anacha, this krechs, but aligning himself with him, and he understands that he is end up in a certain sense the leader of a generation. He is the force through the source that people attach them to, themselves to him and get the shepherd like we said earlier, when Moshe Rabbeinu was getting ready to hand over the reins to Yeshua, we said that the Managador is called Ishashir Ruach Bo. We were quoting from from Right? If you listen to the Alei Shorshir, we're talking about Chesed, the idea of Demachsor, of empathy, of not giving what you want to give, but understanding people's needs, what they need for growth, where they're holding, what are their strengths and weaknesses. When we said that in what maybe Eisdala, there were. Think uh, maybe six. That when a person does uh, the, 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 the vidui in front of the tzaddik, so that vidui. So we brought the gemara in sight there that the, that the tzaddik is able to give people direction because they see what you need for growth, what your lack is, what your chisarin, and through the tzaddik, everybody is not able to just bring themselves to the tzaddik, but they're able to align themselves with what they need, their chisarin, their tachlis, and they're able to become a shalim. Uh, maybe not. They they might not become the tzaddik. They can become a shalim in their own right. Uh, our job is to be a shalim, right? You can have a smaller circle and a larger circle. Not everybody is necessarily going to be the, uh, the tzaddik hadar, but our job is to achieve our shlemas. He was riding, so this tzaddik was riding a gamal. What's a gamla? Bechinas goimel nafsho ish chesed, right? Oilam chesed yibane. We know that when we talk about HaKadosh Baruch Hu creating the world, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in, in soifiest, it's infinite. The infinite is not lacking anything. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when he created the world, there was no other even to give to. There's nothing else. HaKadosh Baruch Hu creating the world was a total bechina of Olam Chesed Yibana Hashem gets nothing out of the world. It's a simplistic uh, statement, but we're not going to go into that. The bottom line is is that one who gives, one who is a goimel, is a, this is a godlike quality. Mahu Af Ata. So this idea of giving Chesed is Nirma it is hidden within the word gamal that the manigadar that he was writing a gamla is, is was to give shefa to all of those zebachinas rav chesed kanal. And now we will explain that even this tzaddik who is in the in a position of being close to Hashem Baruch Hu of growth of trying to attach himself to the source of life and others can benefit from him. However, he is still going to be in a sakana in a danger. Klape rishus, klape rasha, who could still swallow him because if the person, if this person, as good as he is, still has ra that is dormant within him that resonates when he comes into contact with rishus, then he cannot completely overpower it, and then the ra will awaken something inside of him. He won't 
won't be the one to be able to put that down. So he raised a spear. What is a roimach? What is a spear? Roimach, ubechinas, ruach, mem. Because what's mem? The four directions, like we said, is where the ruach chaim comes from. Ruach merachefes al pnei hamayim. The Torah was given in 40 days. So when you take the ruach, which we said is uh, tefillah, really, it, it, it draws in Ruach Hayim, and it blows through the harp, it attaches itself to the Mem, to the Taira, that's where, uh, that's where we're able to have this actualization of potential, getting closer to Kaddish Baruch himself into, into a Kali. So he took this Roimach, which is Ruach Mem, Bechinas Ruach Elokim Rachafas Alpanei Amayim, Hainu HaTaira, there's Amayim HaTaira, Shenitne Laarbaim Yom Shish Shesham HaRuach Chaim, in the four directions Kamal, so he took this idea, this ruach uh, connected to Taira, in order to be able to contend with the Rishayim. He had this element of ruach that he drew in, this Hanochi. He was attaching himself to the source of life, but still, it was not at the ultimate level. Even so, he found that he was not able to overcome the Rashi. He was going underneath. We said that the need, the Birkayim, is representative of being, of standing up. This Rashi was at a stage of being in a, a mode of success. And the, this tzaddik, this person that was going through, was still going under the knee of the Russia. Tachas, atzlochas ha-Rasha, bechinas, kevala Russia tzaddik, mimenu, because the Russia was in a state of success, and he had the Ruach Sa'ara. He was at a stage where even a Tzadik, She'en Gomer, cannot contend with him, because the Tzadik, uh, in this case, was the Tzadik She'en Gomer, uh, and a Tzadik She'en Gomer cannot contend with Russia, Russia, who is on top, because they still have a dormant Ra. They have not completely purified from their four elements, uh, so that they've, they've, they've separated out and been the Vara, the Ra, and gotten rid of it, so that, uh, so that they are totally inside the gummer, and like we said earlier, you know, walking into an Akosh restaurant is not that, oh, it smells good, or, you know, they contend with any riches and there's anything that resonates, but rather, uh, rather coming into contact with any sort of this would be the same as walking to a pet store, walking into a zoo, it's something that, these are things that do not even relate to us at all, it doesn't resonate, that's the type of person where it's not, it wouldn't be enticing to them at all, it wouldn't waken up anything in their personality, that's one part of the Misa. The second part now is going to be even though in the earlier part we were talking about the Seychir Yishma'eli in the context of the story, and now we're going to be talking about Rabbi Rabachana, but it's in the in the same vein. So first we talked about that a so some only certain people can contend with Rasham or that the Rasham in their state of Ruach Sa'ara Gadol B'Shaito will be successful. Now we're going to talk about what, which part of our ideas are representative of Rabbi Vachana taking off Yitzitzah string. For Kapaski Kana Ditchelta Dachad Minayu Hainu What does this mean that Rabbi Vachana took the Tzitzis? Hainu that we're talking about this idea of a Tzadik She'en Gomer at this time She'pasak V'shibar Hamida Ram Me'echad Abba Yisodos because we said that Tzitzis is represented of the four ruchos in the, in the optimal level, the four ruchos are just the positive expressions of the four midos that come after we clarify the negative manifestations of those four midos. However, over here, what happened was is that he broke off one of the midos rows he wanted to take. There was something from the Russia that was within him that he was going to take with him. That these four yesodos were the, the four yesodos, they were the tzitzis that were on the Russia, the, on the Mesa Midbar that he was going to take. Who had seen her shallow because this is like the Pipe or the channel through which the the we said tzitzis is like schar schar. That's the ruach hayim. This was the tino. This was the ruach of the of the Russia canal. So the tzaddik went to go break off one of the tzitzis of them. By the way, how is it that the uh, that the tzaddik is able to break the to to, to break the rod at source to contend with the Russia when a tzaddik breaks uh, everything that we do, we spoke about at the end of one of the Torahs, that when a person does true, a person does something positive, it could affect somebody a Russia on the other end of the world that they have nothing to do with. When a tzaddik breaks his, or person, when a tzaddik breaks his own midos, his goiver over a certain taiva, covered, whatever it is, that lessens at the source, the midah, that even, even the rasham won't necessarily have as much access to it. So when a tzaddik breaks off one of these tzitzis at the source, then it, 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 it's able to break some of the tzinner that the rush has access to 
ושזה בחינס מה שפוסק, ושיבר המידה רע שלהם, שהוא הצינה שלהם, and the tzaddik went to go contend with the rishayim, to go break off one of these, one of these midos, one of these uh, core elements at its source. He called המידה, המידה is רעוס נמשכם מארבע יסודות, because the negative midos are coming from the four uh, יסודות, the four uh, fundamentals, ששרשם ארבע ציצס כנל, that their שיירש of the negative midos are again negative expressions of the, the four elements as they reach us in the world, which, uh, which ideally are HaKadosh Baruch who gives the four principled elements. They can be used for positive or negative. A person who, we, we, we've said before, when you see the truth, when you're in line with, the, with, with the, the, the most primal source, so then there won't be any room over there for anything negative to hit you. But, you know, if you see two plus two is four with your eyes, there's no room, I don't have a good example, there's no room to say, well, two plus two might be five. But let's say there's something that you're not 100% clear about. You're 99, you think you're 100% clear. It's 99.9. You know the directions to your, to your house. Like, and somebody says, oh, that became a one-way street. You say, I was there this morning. What are you talking about? You, you know, there's room where something is not, that you're not totally, totally, totally attached, identifying, internalized with the MS. And then at that point, as much as you know it, then it's not like that. There's room for Ra to sneak in to move you the other way. And therefore, over here, once the Tzadik She'en Ogamar contended, and he thought that he was the right person, maybe, but he contended with the Russia's source. He went to, he went to battle over there. But now that he took this tzitzis off the Russia, he contended with him. He tried to engage at the source of, the, of where the Russia gets his negative qualities from. He couldn't move. He was stuck under the knee of the Russia. Even though he tried to break, and he was, seemed to be successful, he seemed to overcome his own taiva and covered. He seemed to overcome this negative element. And he's, he's a tzaddik, a tzaddik chain of gomer, but he's a tzaddik, and he, was, he did overcome it. This canal. He, he overcame this negative media that was coming from one of the yesaydais that the Russia was living off. That he ripped off one of the strings. He still could not overcome the Russia. He was stuck under the Russia's knee. The Russia standing is on his own two feet, the Russia at the height of his success, that's why he couldn't leave, that he couldn't leave from there. Why? Because the Russia was still able, until until the tzaddik is holding at a level of truth and MS and Tyra, not just where he does and thinks and says the positive things, but that the rishis doesn't exist at all. He's mevarer, he clarifies, he removes any sort of a negative quality from the 40th Saidais as he attaches to it. So even if it's dormant, it's within him, it's still there. And therefore, as long as it's not totally cut off from the source, because it's still dormant within the Russia, so the Russia still has the ability to have his own krechts, and he still is attached at a certain source to his own Ruach Chaim at that time, and this tzaddik will not be able to totally cut him off at the source. So says this merchant uh, to Rabbi Barachana, did you take anything from them? Do you have anything from them with you? Is there any trace of the rod, dormant as it may be within you? Maybe you have, our job is to separate out the good from the bad. Maybe you have something, some admixture, some slight taint, some hint of something Within you, that you have not been misakin at b'shleimus, lahafred minenu haral gamli. Right, when it comes to shleimus. So somebody who's 99% there is much more there than a 1%, 1%. However, so when it comes to 100% shleimus, it is either it is b'shleimus, it is complete, or it's not complete. Right, v'alkein lo mistagilan. Something cannot be 99% true. Right, so he says v'alkein. Lomistagilon. Therefore, we could not uh, we, we could not go from there and be machnia the Russia put them down. We were stuck under the alma That as long as there's any grasp of the route in the tzaddik, there's a foothold over there. We could not be machnia the Russia. Maybe you took something from them. That's what the Arab merchant asked him. You took something from theirs, meaning the the, the element of ra, the element of Rishus, the negative quality. Maybe you still have something that is a mida from the Risham. See, truth is truth, whether anybody knows it or not. If something that's if a tree falls in a forest, nobody hears it. They, you know, they, they, they make a noise. If if there's Rishus and there's no Rishayim 
to engage it so then it doesn't exist. Two plus two is four, whether or not anybody knows that piece of information. Uh, until I come and I try to convince you that two plus two is five, it doesn't exist as an idea in the world, right? So Rishus is much less, it, it doesn't actually, once, well, once, soon the Mashiach should be coming, but once, once Rishus, the ideas start to lose credibility, there's no integrity there. You can't invest in them and you can't adopt them as any sort of a fact. So at some point, it just falls away. It has zero substance. It's only once there's Nachiza in the Ra that, 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 that the Rishus manifests in this world. And it says, maybe you still have within you. I mean, I think that that's uh, personally, it's part of the Amkas of what we're talking about. While, even no matter how dormant it is, while there's some sort of a quality, that gives the Rishus substance. And that's why it can't be over come when a person this i think really speaks to the core of it when a person eliminates any sort of rishis or ra it's not just stam that it exists and you have to be guided it stops existing but over here he says maybe you took from them something there's something inside you that's why you can't run away that's why you can't get out of them that we understand that a person that has anything from the rishis inside of them they're not going to be able to go out from under the knee of the we have Messiah. Anybody who has any sort of a negative meter from the Rosham, there's still a foothold. There's still some sort of, not even an expression in an actualized form. Within them, that they, they will not be able to be graver on top of the Rosham. So I returned it. I took that piece and I got it out of me. I got rid of it. I rid myself of what I had from the Rishon. I separated it out from me and I gave it back. So over here, so to speak, it's yours, you can keep it. And this, he turned himself towards being a Tzadik Gomor, Vahadar Mestagilon, and then he was able to get out from under the knees of the Rishayim. Sha'az also, Biyadeinu, what says Mitachas Berkov, I got out from under the knee of the Rishayim, Lechni, Lashvio, and I was able to subdue him. Kemavor Le'el, Sheh Tzadik Gomor, Sheh Mafresh Me'atzmo, Kol Achizas Harasha, Lehem Le'gamri, that it's Tzadik Gomor, that it is rids himself of this negative elements from within him, no matter how dormant, Hu Yochel, what says Mehem, He's able to put down the Rishon, the Bechinus Mashbil Rishon, and we saw this, we mentioned last time that Sorrow was in the house of Paro, Abimelech, Esther uh, was in the house of Achashverosh, Yosef was behind enemy lines, uh, and there's there's a Makkum for this, and now I will just do the last uh, piece, because... Uh, I think it's, uh, I want to get through it. Um, also, this expression of some of this idea in the Haftorah when this was given by Shabbos, Hanukkah. And just to give a drop of background, just to give a drop of background to um, this Haftorah. So this is coming from Zechariah. Hold on, I'm just uh, flipping so that I have a little bit of uh, help over here. Uh, this is from Zechariah, when uh, that after the first year of the of the Malchus of Kairash, uh, we know some of these names if you're doing Dafayimi by Misachas Megillah. So Kairash had given Rishus to the Jews to go build the base of Mikdash, and Zerubbabel went with a Chela from Klal Yisrael to start to build the base of Mikdash. And certain enemies, certain opposition came, uh, and they sent letters to Kairash, and they, ultimately they got the, the this uh, this Rishus to allow the Jews to build the base to continue building the base of Mikdash, second base of Mikdash to be battle. Um And after another 18 years, uh, at the time of the Malchus of Daryavet. So now this nevuah came to Zechariah, and the the, the pashiv shot that came in the form of a mashal was kula. There was a minayra, a golden minayra, for Gaila Russia, and there was some Russia, and there was some sort of a bowl, a reservoir, as it were, on top of the minayra. The shiva and then there were seven cups. Uh, there were seven containers. And in between the reservoir and the seven containers, Shiva Vishiva Mutsaka will go like Rashi, that there were seven little channels going so a total of forty-nine. There was the reservoir, which would be number fifty, the mala, right? In other words, by sphere it's seven times seven and Shvuas uh, is fifty. So that would have been the fiftieth, but there were seven times seven uh, little channels going from the reservoir, from the bowl, from the Mayan. 
right? We've already discussed this, the Naher that's going from, Naher that's going from Aden, uh, for, for, to, to the Gan, right? From, from above and it channels through, we said through Chachma, through clarification into the Gan, uh, where there's Taira that the Nishma, Israel can grow, right? So we're seeing already a little bit. Vishnayim Zaysim Allah, and then there were two trees. Actually, different ways we're going to have to deal with these trees. Two olive trees. Uh, one to the right and one to the left. And Zechariah said to the Malach, so what is going on over here? And uh, he said, that these olive trees, so they didn't need processing and pressing to turn into oil, but that the olive trees were able to give off the oil without any effort, so to speak. And therefore, uh, the message was that it's not going to be with Chayel or Koyach uh, that the base of Mikdash will be built, but rather I am going to give Ruach to, to, uh, to the king, to the Yavesh over there, in order to allow him to let you go back and build the base of Mikdash because well, ultimately our success over Sham is is contingent on us having ruach rather than uh, rather than any sort of our own effort and processing and so forth. That's where it comes from. Is everything see Zahav he Taira. Why? Because the Nechmad, the Mizav, that the Mizav and Pazrav, that so the Zahav is a reference to Tyra. So the Menaira and the bulls over there will be uh, aligned to Torah. So that the we're going to see that the, again. We said that the Nahar goes from Eden Tfila and it's Mashke the Gan. That the the Tyra is what uh, the the Tfila is what allows the expression of Tyra that we have, so that Klai Yisrael can grow and become nourished and develop uh, through this clarification process. The Gulal Raisha. What does Rashi say that there was this? Bowl, this reservoir over the menorah, Pesh Rashi, Mayon. Who, so now, now what is it going to be? How are we going to relate to this in the panemius of it? Who Hamayan Hayotin, base Hashem, this reservoir, this bowl, uh, is something that's coming to base Hashem, Kaidash Kadashim, Kesar Elyon, Aden, who had Tfila. So that's, uh, that, that is represents of Tfila. Tfila is in the potential. It's in the Kayach. It didn't come yet. It didn't get into the menorah yet. It can't become lit. And at first it has to go into the Gan. The Shiva Nerosel, Haiman Hashemos, and the seven lights. These are Neshamos, it's review by Gan, that they are the ones that uh, grow within the Gan, Hanachlok and Lesheva Kitos. So there's a Medrash that brings, we're not going to go into it, that it says that there's seven different types of Tzadikim, uh, Keneged. Oh, okay. I think it's Keneged, Keneged his own, that uh, there's Eran Pinenok, uh, which is Chesed Bina. Uh, sorry, uh, so there's seven different, uh, categories of, uh, of tzaddikim, but for our purposes, shiva v'shiva mutsakos, and then there were seven different channels going to each one of these things. Uh, that we know that there's a certain R that was gonas for the tzaddikim, uh, we know that Moshe Rabbeinu reached the 49th level, we're talking about the 50, that, uh, that the Jews are at the 49th level of Tumma, but correspond that would be Nunshari, Bina, that Moshe Rabbeinu reached as high as he could go in this world. So we have the seven levels of tzaddikim with times seven times seven is like 49 levels of Bina, but you know, what's above us, this level of fila, Ayin Rasa, that's already the 50th, that would be the reservoir itself. Bechinas Eden Ayin Rasa, because that reservoir is removed from the world, Shubachinas Hat Fila. And there were these two trees, Perish Rashi, Shnei Ilanos, that's not two olives, it's two olive trees. The Chayev Ilan and the Mosa, the Eitz HaChayim and the Eitz HaDas Taivara, we refer to it as the Eitz HaMaves, because like we said, when good is mixed with evil, so that is inherently bad. When you take the Taira, and there's a confusion over there, the Isra Vahetra mixed up, use it for negative purposes, then as much as we, it's our job to mevarer the Taiva and the Rabo, at the point that there is some sort of a mixture and a confusion at, the, at that level, so that's Ba'etzem Ilana Demoisa Hainu Taiv Vara Kanal. And Vizehu, Vizehu, he brings over here really like almost two ways to learn it from the Pashit shot of the Psukim, the, the eights, it seems, were feeding into the reservoir, uh, like we said. He brings another, uh, another shot over here that the, that the, uh, that the eights were at the side of the reservoir because at that level there's no expression of, uh, of the ne- negative expression of the Dal Visaitis at all, and they were growing in the Gan, they were growing in the garden because it's not until after you get to that level that there ends up being this, uh, so to speak, this admixture and this possibility of negative, and then it's our fault to be Mavarit, um, and then he brings another way of looking at it, but okay, in any event, that there's a uh, one on the right, one on the left, and because the right is representative of Chaim, and the left, we said, was this lack, this void, this hate in the lave that we need the Ruach Chaim to replace, and from there, it split up, and from there, it split up,
So this is how there ends up being this period that's not our job is to put is to put it back together. So again, there's different ways exactly to express where this period t- takes place post uh, certainly post uh, post uh, the the original sin. So then this is not our job is to put it back together, but there is the potential for these negative expressions and this period and this different way of looking. At the uh, there's uh, the expression of the dalavisaid ice, and then there's also the uh, it splits into taivin the possibility of taivin ra uh, of the negative expression of these dalavisaid ice until we're able to clarify and put it back together. So it says the navi to the malach, what are these? That you will vanquish your enemies not through physical strength but through ruach. That you that only through there you'll be able to machnia the ruach saara right. You'll be able to get rid of the negative expression this is uh, by Yechezkel I think the Pasuk we said canal, that's, uh, that, that the, the Remez is again that the Ruach is in line with the four directions with the Tzitzis Lashen Seyar uh, which is corresponding on the other hand to the Ish Seyar to Esav the Rav de Klipa that through the positive Ruach that is where you will be able to put down your enemies through Tyre and Tfila Tfila and really again davening for the clarity through uh, through separating out the Dalai Sotos, through clarification, halacha, uh, results it gets to the Gan for the Tyra where the Kla Yisrael is nourished. And this is the this is the idea of the expression, the visibility, the the menorah, where the Taira and the tzaddikim are able to express themselves, purify themselves, to go against the ra. And that's how we will be able to be masaking all of the chesroinos as we have discussed. And this is adding on, I think it's a little addition from Rabbi Nassim, that not through strength uh, will you be successful. Uh, it's as if there will be a big mountain in front of Zerubbabel when we back to the base of Let will make it into a flat plain because Zerubbabel was the Tzadik Hadar. So when he had opposition, which presented as a mountain, how would he go against his opposition? That through drawing in the Ruach Chaim, all these ideas that we've been discussing, from the Torah, will be able to subdue his enemies. He will turn the mountains, the opposition that comes against them, into a flat plain. That all of the the, the things that are him, the obstacles in front of him that present as a har, that that all of them will be mivatul himself, so he will engage the Torah and the Rachayim, and uh, and we see again the ideas that we've been discussed, different elements of it in the Maimon by Rabbi Rachana and by Menorah Sazav, and we will be Ezra Hashem finish this next week. Thank you very much.